Hey, you are going, people. Hope you are doing well. I'm quite dope, to be honest. Thank you for asking. This is episode 15, and uh, today I have a wonderful guest with me, Sharon Maingi. She is a traveler, nature enthusiast, just a dope person, in my opinion. And uh, today we're just hanging out, just talking, and we're just chilling, basically. So I invite you to come and hang out with us. Let's drift, people. All right, let's just chill and kick it. My name is Roger Gray, and this is the Gray Zebra Podcast. Welcome. Okay, um, so I'm quite excited and delighted to introduce my guest uh Sharon Maengi and it's like I've been really meaning to talk to her for some time but we just got into contact recently and she was really up for it and I'm excited so hey Sharon what's up hey Roger how you doing I'm really good tell us man how are you doing how's everything going in this quarantine environment uh just trying to make it better i guess make every day exciting how's Um, that working out (laughs) i don't know yeah no i haven't i haven't worn shoes in like three months um yeah i think i'll just start wearing different shoes to go to the shops from now on have you worn shoes (laughs) in a while i think shoes are the list of my worries some things I haven't worn in a while. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to say what. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm but still wearing boxes. cutting down on the washing, you know. I'm still wearing boxes. So if you're if you're if you're alluding to something like that, okay, that's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to give myself extra work for later. <laughs> Less yeah. washing. That's that's that's. Less washing, but make sure you shower every day. That's key that's, to making yourself feel better. That's right. That's right. But people, some people are getting away with that. They're like, you know what? I'm just in the house. I haven't done anything. Why do I need to shower? But that's 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 some BS, right? Ooh. When you start smelling yourself, <laughs> you yeah. know there's a problem. There's you a know problem. you have to enter that shower. I, yeah, I think it's the people who stay alone. So it's like they, no one's going to smell me. So it's all good. But um, <laughs> yeah. Do you shower, Roger? How I many do. times do you shower, actually? I do shower. I love. Told. Sorry. How many times a week do you take a shower? A week. Now during quarantine period. A week? Are we really going with that kind of uh, time scale? Yeah. No, let's go with a day. Uh, once a day is fine. Like, uh, like, like, if it's not in the evening, it'll be in the morning after I work out. So it's like, yeah, something like that. So I'll play around with that. Either in the mornings or at nights. Oh yeah. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but you speak about working out. Are you did you just start working out like everybody else during the quarantine? Oh man, period? this this pandemic got people living healthy, so you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. Like you know, like when the year started, um, not on some new resolution tip, but like I did want to get my health sorted out, you know, like I wanted to get into the gym and stuff. I got like the numbers, I was already like inquiring, and then this whole <laughs> thing started, you know. So I was like, you know, I was like, man, 
you know, started reading the the research and it's like what COVID does to the lungs and all these things. I'm like, yo, so <laughs> like there's a lot of things I changed. Like I even, you know, I stopped like uh, smoking, like not stopped, but like I paused it, like I suspended it. And um, like I started working out, started uh, eating healthy, like, <laughs> like I've revolutionized my whole life because of this thing. So yeah, I started jogging. Like I saw this video where this guy was um, running a marathon in his house. So I was like, whoa. You know, it's like, because I'm kind of shy to go jogging out there. Was it Museveni who was running in his office? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. No, no, no. Um, but I probably look like that, though. So, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I do my home little workouts. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to eat healthy. So, you know, my life has kind of changed in this in this little period. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> uh, what yeah. about you? Have you started anything like that? You know, your lifestyle was already kind of active, right? But um, what about now? Mm, well, I think just a bit of yoga to stretch my bones. Mm. Uh, but aside from that, nothing, nothing too much. Interesting. So yeah. I wonder, do you do you stretch the bones or the muscles? The bones don't stretch. Yeah. Them. <laughs> in this in this time of day i don't even know what part of my body is feeling cranky but you know, some <laughs> of those poses like i need to get my flexibility up you know so my agility like i feel like i just a long piece of wood i i need to i need to work on that to get flexible but with the workouts yeah. i have been stretching so i feel like that has helped a lot you know like um you know but i do have these back problems i probably need some yoga in my life to be honest or or a mm. chiropractor, someone who can crack the hell out of my back. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You get yeah. one of those that you just just want one time. Just, just <laughs> you know, that's exactly like good. that's what I need. Ooh. That's what the doctor should prescribe. Um, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be really dope. Um. Yeah. So yeah, like um. I, I guess I've kind of made that little change in my life. You said you're doing yoga. That's pretty cool. So no diet change, nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. Well, my whole life still are crazy. <laughs> right. So if you want to find out my actual routine, uh, diet wise, I do intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. something called a water diet, mm-hmm. meaning that I drink water for this plenty of liquids for about 16 hours of the day. And then eight hours of the day, I can eat anything I can. Or rather, anything I want to eat. So that's really cool because so we 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 spoke on this as well. Like I also um started this intermittent fasting, and it's really interesting. Where it's like wait, sixteen hours, then eight hours, right? Sixteen hours fasting, eight hours kind of munching. So you so for the mm. sixteen hours of fast, you're also drinking at that same time. So you're not just completely. <clears throat> born no, hungry. I'm not completely hungry the whole time. I mm. supplement the hunger with water. Um, and I guess it actually works to fight over that, you know, the pain you get when your stomach is really empty. Yeah, so, totally. And and and, yeah. and and maybe the people won't see this, but like you also take some Pilsner, right? <laughs> some beer with that. Oh, well. <laughs> Not strictly water, right? Not strictly water. And that's fair. It's, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> but it is, I have to say, it is past my, bre- I already had my breakfast. So now oh, okay. this goes amongst the list of, of the, uh, the eight hours. Anything clock. I can take. All right. Yeah. All right. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, right. So, wait, you said you're intermittent fasting. 
that's like how's 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 that like why did you even start doing that um i'd say first of all to save on the budget yeah <laughs> when i lived alone it was easier having two meals a day than full three meals a day so the first times i skip i skipped breakfast just to save on money and then i heard people giving to cool name and i'm like oh wow i've been doing that right. for a while now i think <laughs> i'm going to stick to that name <laughs> that's kind of funny right it's a real fancy name i still there's a lot of people living that lifestyle they don't even know they yeah. can fast <laughs> like, oh my yeah. i've been intermittent fasting for the last 5 years <laughs> then and then there was i came back to kenya and people started terming january as january yeah and yeah, back yeah. home everybody else was intermittent fasting and i was like oh okay, wow okay, yeah in january that's, that's mostly the people the working class and uh it's because they've spent all their money on december so people are just crazy oh, yeah. <laughs> um that has nothing to do with the fasting or diet <laughs> people, people are forced to fast uh because of their you know responsibility <laughs> uh, all right okay, okay that's that's pretty cool someday really routine you're really conscious of such things you yoga intermittent fasting you like super woke huh look at you hey hey <laughs> nah but Say one um, more time but yeah it's like i guess well you know I, you know like let's this how about you give us a little intro about who you actually are cuz some people are like okay he's given us the name she fast she does yoga who is this chick so you know give us a little spiel a little bio who is charmingly wow. Yeah, it would be a pleasure to know about me. It would well. be, but uh, I want to <laughs> I want to share you to the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, my names are Sharon Maingi. Uh my Instagram name is Shan Maingi. Funny story, I wanted to be called Shannon instead of Sharon, but I guess I have to stick to Sharon. Not too bad now. Yeah, uh I currently am a traveler. I've been traveling for the past 4 years um uh, and living off what I can do during my travels so that's been able to sustain me throughout um long story short I went to university in China did 4 years studied software engineering and then went out on the road started traveling and now because of covid I had to come back to Kenya and we're here now talking to Roger. Damn, COVID now yeah. instead of exploring the world you're here talking to Roger like damn, COVID. <laughs> damn, you, COVID, you brought me here. Can you do her <laughs> brother down, brother down to this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. I think that's, you know, um that's really awesome. You're a traveler. You've you 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 were in China at some point and uh you know here you are um yeah and that's kind of how i got attracted to your page a uh, very random circumstances how i found your page but yeah it was really cool i'm like you know i don't really see many people like this content creators like you you know like a, a woman uh, african doing you know traveling and showcasing africa for what it is i, f- I found that really dope um and that's Thank that's you. why Thank you. that's yeah that, that's definitely why i i followed and um Yeah, you know, I like I told you I live vic- vicariously through 
your post mm-hmm. when I see you traveling around and and hiking or doing this and Stop that with it. your, with your friends. <laughs> yeah, when you do all these things with your friends, I'm just like, whoa, man. I need to find the time. I need to join one of these hikes and stuff like that. I need to I need to join. I need to join, man. I need I need to live yeah. I need to be free and live like a <laughs> human. I feel like you're you know showing us how to live and uh you know oh, kind wow. of escape the rat race. Uh I think that's a really cool thing. You have a really cool page. <clears throat> mm, thank you. Thank you. You mm. should follow my page if you haven't checked it out. Definitely. Again, Shan Maingi on Instagram. Shan underscore Maingi. Uh, I'm gonna put that in the description below for for sure, for sure. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, check her out. Honestly, like really cool vibes. She has these travel videos that she does, and uh, it's like a kind of vlog format. Very chilled out. She's kind of um, soft spoken, but you know, you can see that her channel, she, her, her channel is growing, and uh, I'm sure she's gonna come out of a little. Bobby, <laughs> <soon> enough. <laughs> I'm a bit shy. That's Just, what Roger has concluded. That's that's what I felt. That's what I feel. You know, we've had a couple of conversations, and I'm just like, man. She's hiding some of these things in the world. There's a part of you that needs to just come. You know, you need to come out. You need to come out and be like, hey. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Like uh, we we. Um, so yeah. That's the first time I kind of met you. Just randomly talking on different people on instagram and i came across you and i stalked you a bit and we, we followed you and you kind of uh, returned the follow but um i met you like real life uh in kilifi which was really cool for me that was like my first time there and there was the festival the new year's um uh, festival of oh yeah kilifi new year's and yeah we missed the baobab oh man uh that was such a did really we cool. meet the baobab was there about really. there's probably a baobab around there it was like which um stage was it it was at this other stage i don't think there's a baobab over there actually it, it was the riziki stage right was that was, a stage name well, i don't think so there was like a the dune the dune the den i don't know man there was like there was like there was like there was a lot of african hip hop and stuff like that on that stage right Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was a lot I think, of um, the, Genge tone. Yeah, there was a lot of just urban stage. Kenyan culture over there, and uh, those I don't think there's a baobab over there. There's uh, it was a bit down where there's like the the tree, the 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 little <laughs> the little thing where there's like a cliff. Little podium a, under the tree. Right, exactly. Right. Did you know? Right. Did you know that that tree is about one thousand years old? For real, that's really awesome. As in man, yeah, really cool. Like I love the whole concept of beneath the baobabs. It's this beautiful ancient mm. trees, you know. You just kind of yeah. interacting I with like this the, ancient. The thought of the yeah, sorry, the thought of the history of it, considering it's right by the coast. Like, how many lifetimes has it seen from the missionaries to the Portuguese to the Arabs? It's seen everybody, man. and then here's a bunch of hippies climb trying to climb the tree. Some, at 8 a.m. in the morning yeah some <laughs> neo hippies in the 21st century it's, it's it's crazy right like uh i think i think it'd be so cool like i wish we had these powers right where you can just touch on a tree or touch something ancient and you just kind of see what it's seen or you know yeah. like oh, man that would be so cool <laughs> yeah. yeah i really do uh love these ancient um things like trees or or artifacts or like um architecture and stuff like that so seeing those ancient baobab trees 
I love that. I really love uh, experiencing that. <clears throat> Definitely. So yeah, like we 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 kind of bumped into each other there, and I did not recognize you from your Instagram. It was just like, hey, you're not the human. And it was only when I came <laughs> back to Nairobi is when I think I got a message from you, and then that's when I realized, holy crap, that's her. We actually met. I wish I knew that. Honestly, I wish I knew Are that. You're telling me I didn't have a fast impression <laughs> no, on you. I'm just I look like a human to you. No, you see that the thing is yeah. See that the thing is that's my version of the story. I don't even know how if you saw me and you th- and you're like ah this is the guy from Instagram. I wish you did because like if if I if I knew it was you, I'd be like oh man what's up you know you're traveling you know I'd be like asking you about your page. I'd be a super fan you know I'd be like oh no. <laughs> You know, instead of being this shy, awkward dude who was, you know, probably that guy in in, in Kilifi, uh, I would be much more <laughs> open to talk to you um, instead of just being a shy, random guy. But oh, wow. It's all good. Next time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce myself. Yeah. Oh, hell, oh, hell, you're meeting the awesome shy, my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, no one goes around with their, you know, Instagram handles written on their forehead. <laughs> wait, wait, but let me ask you, did you recognize me from the Instagram on that day? Well, Roger, I think this has to be a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yes. Okay, cool. Um, that's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just funny because even on that night, someone I've never met, uh, came across and they're like, "Yo, Roger, is your name Roger?" I'm like, "Yeah, Roger, Roger Gray, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, what's up?" Then she's like, "You're the guy with the hands," and, like, <laughs> and you know, I just laughed, and it was pretty funny, you know, like out of all these thousands of people that are there to come across someone who's <laughs> seen your content on the on on the on the bar, it was pretty pretty random. Yeah. But it's but it's getting cool. recognized. Yeah, do you like it? Do you like getting recognized sometimes? It depends for what. So like for the hand thing, I'm so, I get gassed. I get I'm like I'm like yes, you know, I get shot, you know, I'm like I'm just flattered cuz uh you know, I feel like I put a lot of my energy and thoughts and stuff so like I want people to kind of feel what I say. So when I get that validation mm. in the real life, it's really dope. Like I remember the first time I was approached, it was uh, after just getting out of a matatu. I, I think I was sharing the same matatu with this chick. And she just, you know, said, hey, what's up? I really like your hand, uh, palm writing. And I, I, I literally made a oh, post wow. that day just celebrating the fact that it was my first time getting stopped about it. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool. I, I you know, uh, I don't really like, I'm not the guy to get gassed over fame or anything, but like to see your work getting appreciated is is really dope. It's really dope. So. Mm, yeah i'll say say that much so yeah that's Mm. pretty cool so you're like you know the festival type um you're definitely that you know you fit into that demographic i should not be surprised let me tell you a little secret Uh funnily enough kilifi new year 2019 was my first festival not only that my first concert or i don't know big stage performance Out, outdoor live, live event kind of thing yeah yeah i often don't take myself to crowded areas if you follow me and if you know anything about me you'll always see me in the jungle or in the forest in the woods somewhere uh, isolated somewhere you know, <laughs> serene and green yeah that's, that's so but it was a nice change being out 
you know, around the type of people who are more like me. So I think I'm going to go for the next Khalifi, definitely. Yeah, 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 that's right. Like, you know, you can definitely find like-minded people uh, in such places. And I guess that's the, that's the beauty of going to these live events of things that you like. Like, you know, when I went to... <clears throat> Uh, Richie Spice concert or, or Chronics, it was like amazing because those are people, it's like the, all of you love the music I love. So it's like we kind yeah. of, we already intersect in that level. So it's like if you can find more uh, places to connect with, even better. So yeah, like, uh, yeah. hey, trust me, I'm just like you. I'm really not into crowds. I have this social awkwardness and I, I when I avoid crowds that, you know, I, it, with all my strength. It seems like you'd fit in perfectly in the the names you've just mentioned like Richie Spice and yeah you see but Chronics, that's that's you know? me that's you that's definitely me. look like you're, you're right. part of the people <laughs> thanks for the stereotype but you know it's all good <laughs> no but no but like for real you know um those are the two concerts I've I've been in in Kenya uh but those are artists that I love to death I would feel like such a I'd feel like I'm screwing myself and not going to those concerts. Like I don't go to every concert. Like there's all sorts of, you know, two chains has come, all, TI, you know, all these people have come, but uh, it's not my vibe. Um, maybe the, the right artist comes, I'm going to go for it, but I'm not going to leave the house if it's not completely hundred percent, thousand percent worth it. So Chronics at the time <laughs> when I went to his concert, the, he, he just dropped one of the best albums and mixtapes so i was like man I ha- this is the best time to see chronics it's like he's in his prime oh, wow. richie spice one of my favorite uh reggae artists of all time i have to see him before you know like i have to see him in my lifetime so that one <laughs> you know it was it, it, it was, it was absolute, the once in a lifetime opportunity you know? it was perfect it was absolute. i love that concert so even this khalifi i've been meaning to to go for it so um finally did and uh, no regrets. I really loved it. Um, it was really dope. Really, really dope. But yeah, yeah, I am not. But, you know, it's not my, it's not automatic for me. Trust me, I avoid these things. But I try and push myself to to enjoy these moments with some friends. Because uh, they are valuable. And there's a different vibe to these, you know, live events. And it's not just That's a rave, true. right? It's, it's not just a rave. That's it's like, true. It's, a, it's an experience, you know, like that band. And I think the, the company definitely makes makes the experience as you're saying you know having good friends around you for me that's what made me comfortable with going to the festival and just loving it yeah that's right that's right you need you need good friends i was i was at kilifi with my best friend and we bumped into another one of my uh our friends so that was really nice um richie spice i went to the really good friend who loves reggae and uh chronics the same you know so you go with like-minded people who won't kill your vibe and it's going to be dope. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I think it is also the perfect time because now post-COVID, who knows if we're going to see Kilifi oh, again. Man, I know, right? That, was, that, that could be there, the right? last Kilifi ever. <laughs> okay, let's not say that. But yeah, I know. Like, if you think about it, while we were there enjoying our New Year's countdown or whatever, the first <laughs> cases were coming out already in China. So that's pretty... Oh, my God. That's pretty. Oh. That's pretty scary, <laughs> right? Terrible. Like you would have never thought our lives would just, you know, uh, turn around like this so quickly. Oh. Um, it was so scary. I remember just a few weeks later, information started coming out about China, and I was meant to be on board a flight on the thirteenth of January, if I'm not wrong, around that time, 
So everybody just started texting me, like, Sharon, are you in China? Are you back? And the relief I got, you know, not being in China and being in Kenya and feeling like, oh, it's not so bad here in Kenya, you know, because it's now a China problem. Right. <laughs> little did we know, little did we know that it would come back and bite us. Oh, man. In the think, back. Yeah, it's like a movie. I don't know. Like, we've, I guess we've kind of experienced in through the news different like little outbreaks, H1N1 the SARS, uh, all these other things that have come and gone. But but that's the thing. That's the difference. Th- those ones went, you know, there were an epidemic in that little, <laughs> you know, the, it was an epidemic in that village or whatever. Mm. Like even Ebola was quite scary, but, you know, the, it was kind of local to them. Um, but now this one, man, this is some movies kind of stuff. And it's like, holy crap, man. Like we can't escape. This is not, it's like sometimes you wake up and like, is this, is this real? Because like, is this real? Is it just the news or is this really happening? Because, and it's like, it's it's the real deal. It's like, you have family around the world and they're all in this same position. And it's like, things are really happening out there. And it's like, holy crap, man, there's a, there's a, there's a virus out there trying to get us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Damn. It definitely feels apocalyptic. It does. Um, it does. It feels like sense. a movie. It feels unreal sometimes. I try not to, yeah. um, get into the news too much and um but yeah so sometimes i wake up and i'm just like i forget there's a, there's a pandemic and i'm like oh <laughs> no oh no man there's this thing oh shit but um, you know it's really funny because like all the time you go online and you see news about the pandemic especially if it's from kenyan sources it's always funny it's always a comedy or a meme out of it and Sometimes I get so guilt tripped. Uh, should I laugh about it? You know, yeah. the meme of it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I know. The guy's carrying a coffin. Like, and it's so funny, but I feel so bad laughing about it. I'm like, bruh, too soon. I know, I know, I don't know. Okay, that's the beauty with the internet, right? Like, even even before, like, what happened in the beginning of the year? This this wasn't the problem. The beginning of the year was World War Three. That was like the main thing. It was like, what the hell is gonna happen? Iran is gonna blow up the world, and even a wall. Oh yeah, hide. I remember Trump remember? did something. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. They, they had they assassinated one of the Iran whatever, and it's like it became real. And um, it was like that was the problem. It was like a real, it's kind of like a real problem because like, man, you don't know what's gonna happen with these guys. And there's all sorts of memes. And uh, it is kind of, it is so funny because Americans are always looking at stuff. It's like, you guys, you know, if this shit really happens. You guys are all going to die. <laughs> you know? and now it's like COVID. And it's like, man, it's funny because you, you experience it, you know, like everyone was looking at it in China. Then everyone's looking at it in, in Italy or whatever. And it's like, it's now it's coming closer and closer to you. And now it's like, it's like you're laughing. Before it's like you're laughing. Now it's like you're. It's like, like your, oh, you know, shit. it's like such an awkward laugh. I know exactly that. That yeah, means the like, eyes. <laughs> such an awkward. Well, it's super awkward. It, it's and it's kind of scary. And it's like, man, it's it's hitting too close. But the memes do make it better for you. It does. It does. I think you should. That's true. They soften up the blow. It really does, you know. And especially those funeral dancer guys. Those guys are awesome, man. After this, they need to start touring. I think I saw a couple of interviews with those guys. They wanna they wanna tour. They wanna do like a tour with the, the guys who made the music. It's like a white band. And then it's like the funeral guys. Do they actually? Yeah, yeah. They, they you know, I've heard them like they tried to reach each other. They they've talked. So it's like they, I think they'll do a tour after this. Oh my weekend. god. That'll be dope, that right? Such... That'll be like no, that's tragic. That'll be... <laughs> 
<laughs> Some techno concert. There's a kind of tour they'll be doing. Do you know? Do you know that it's an actual job? If you look online, you could see like a BBC documentary of yeah, them. Yeah. They call the what? Is it gold? What? What? What's it called? What's it called when you carry the coffee? The Paul. The Paul Bears. Paul, Paul Bear? Bearing. You're right. Is it Paul Bearing or Paul Bearing? Paul. Paul. Someone Google this for us. Um, I'm not gonna. Go. <laughs> I've always just gone with the sound. It sounds like Paul Bear. <laughs> it's a Paul Bear. Let, let it let it go. <laughs> Paul Bear. Anyway, those yeah, people. Yeah, but it's an actual it, job. It's a profession over there. Yeah, that's right. Like I think, I think the Kenyan equivalent would be the mourners. We have professional oh, yeah. mourners around here, <laughs> and I think it probably came from the Luo tribe, because uh, Luos are so good at. <laughs> Man, I remember my grandfather's funeral. Holy crap! The morning oh, yeah? was insane. I don't think those are professionals, but they could be. Like it was real. It was really real. And like, uh, so I think Is this that's a bunch of people who who come together and just start crying from different sides of the yeah. I think because like um, different. Uh, it's especially like let's say you're a big you're a big shot in the community. You don't you don't you know you want people to mourn so it's like they'd get extra extra mourners just to make it you know the impact <laughs> just a bit oh, wow. more yeah pretty interesting um and how long does that go for um well you know throughout the whole ceremony i guess you know there's that time where uh when the body when people are looking at the body and stuff like or, or the coffin and stuff like that so that's when they turn up the heat um <laughs> so it's, it's not during the whole the whole time like the disco matanga three days uh, uh, okay i'm not too sure let me not let Thanks. me not say that i know too much about these mourners i really don't but uh yeah i think that basically that's our equivalent in kenya but those guys are really cool yeah man. i like, just think you know, it's, like, it's actually a credible business you know it's and it's, it's and i like the positive kind of spin on it you know it's not just you know mourners make things a bit more sad right but like those guys are making things so uplifted and it's like wow you know it's like people are dancing and you know playing around with your grandfather's coffin that's pretty cool <laughs> you know <laughs> especially now they're going to get famous and i think it's going to be a boom for their business uh, the whole well, industry the owner right around the corner i think the know? whole industry they're going to be called to bury prince william oh god <laughs> <laughs> let's edit that yeah. out <laughs> yeah i know right no i think <laughs> i think the whole industry is going to be crazy but that song is going to be now uh, it's going to be in every funeral from now on and uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that'll be really interesting to see how that goes um uh, but yeah there are definitely a good side of the the humor in these crazy times um yeah so 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 obviously wait, you're a traveler is what you do and um this is the content that you create covid has kind of screwed you over yeah where would you Not be kinda. right now where- a lot <laughs> Where would you be right now? Well, um where would I be at this time of the year? I'm not so sure because I definitely be traveling. Um but before pre-covid, I'd say I had a really good career in China as a professional outdoor guide. Mm-hmm. So we used to work with students from international schools in China and take them on all these excursions. Mm-hmm. in the wild um but after rona hit the door everybody everybody stopped school and you know no school no business so Damn. the business itself 
cut short and I couldn't even go back if I wanted to because there'd be nothing for me to do there, unfortunately. But as usual, I adapt and move on, uh, came back to Kenya and had a good thing going. I think with the hikes I do, uh, I travel around with a group called Let's Drift, mm-hmm. which is a really good group, by the way, for any adventurers who would love to get on the road but don't have the funds for it. Uh, it's very budget friendly and they take you on this really, really cool experiences around Kenya. So Let's Drift, if you want to follow them on Instagram, uh, that's who I do my adventures with. Yeah, so I had a good thing going with them for a while. And then Rona came to Kenya and made all of us sit at home. Man. And now I can only run around the compound just like you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're yeah. lucky you have a compound. I have a balcony. That's, that's what I have. Um, <laughs> well, at least, you, at least you do more laps than I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Make do with what we have. But that's really unfortunate. You know, like, like sorry about that. You know, everyone is definitely getting affected and travel is probably the hardest hit right like because what literally being told oh, to yes. stay at home so travel is just yes, out yes, of yes. the uh, it's not an option so that that must be quite um difficult for you um yeah like, well but mm-hmm. i think i think the prospects of traveling internationally now will be a bit difficult but nature is open you know no one said don't go to nature. You can't go give COVID to the trees. So I'd still advise people, if you can get out and take a walk, you'll, be, you'll still be able to travel, even if it's from your house to the closest kiosk. Still counts. Just depends on your perspective. You know? Right, get your safari boots and go to the kiosk, people. Make go it an adventure. Make take it pictures. Real. Say, <laughs> I was outside. I did it. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually down. I'm actually quite fortunate. I live not too far, maybe like half a kilometer, like maybe ten minute walk away from a bunch of waterfalls. It's like a, a still setup. I don't take it. I, I take it for granted, to be honest. Like I should be there every day. <laughs> I should be there every day. Um, is it is it natural waterfalls? It seems very natural. There's no. It's like it feels like the government has not touched that area it's like there's just footpaths you know just very natural footpaths there's no fencing there's no nothing that's what kind of makes it kind oh, of creepy because wow. like anyone can just come there and you know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of creepy because it's just super natural it's like super you know like this just walk in and 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 uh you know kind of find a spot to chill and stuff but um it seems very natural it's very natural but i don't know like about the water though i don't know where it's coming from um i live in a high high altitude in Luakabete, but i don't know if it's there's some sort of um plan you know some sort of factory using this dumping there ah. i don't know about that so oh, no so yeah. You, yeah i would love to jump into one of these you know, little, uh, you know, puddles and, 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 uh, you know, these water systems and these waterfalls. You gotta be careful. Yeah. You know, I don't want to come out with no skin or, you know, like some sort of, uh, you know, radiation. I don't know. I don't know want that, but it looks good. It looks peaceful. It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I should be be taking Um, advantage of that to be honest. You'd you'd come out. What if you would come out looking like a ninja turtle, do you think Kenyans would allow would take you? You'd be like, but I'm a mutant. It's just because I fell into sewage. To do you be think fair, Kenyans would, would accept it? Or do you think it would be very like suspicious in terms of like juju? 
to be fair, I'm already kind of regarded like a mutant, like the way I just... <laughs> <laughs> on my day-to-day life for as long as I've been in, you know, <laughs> I've been kind of like an outcast looked I've, I've been pretty much a mutant all my life but oh, no. it would be pretty cool if i you know got got in and come out some sort of you know uh <laughs> some sort of new creatures from some uh, sci-fi movie i think definitely kenyans will look at you like some sort of demon some sort of uh some sort of you know ungodly thing and they'll they'll want to kill you they will not make you a superhero <laughs> hell Nah, you'll be... Now I don't want to laugh. Why, why do you say that people looked at you as a mutant? Why do you say so? <laughs> oh, man. I don't want this to be... I don't like want to a... laugh at your pain. <laughs> I don't want this to be a pity party. No, it's just like... <laughs> it's just the way it is. What it, I guess, you know, I walk around looking like some sort of Bob Marley. And um, I, I, I don't, you know, like... I guess I'm biracial, so I just look different. I don't look like anyone else. So I get the stares, I get the shouts, I get all sorts of stuff. And it's you know like... people shout at you? What do they say? Oh, well, it depends. It depends who's shouting. <laughs> if it's the, if it's like, uh, if it's like uh, just a normal man uh, with his, with his, with his friends, he'll shout some Bob Marley stuff, some Rasta stuff. Yeah? <laughs> That's cool. I, I, I can, I can play with that. And <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta take the lick. You you live it. You know yeah. you have dreadlocks that reach. I don't know where. Yeah, you see now before the dreadlocks, they're shouting something else. They'll shout some other characters that I don't really like. So it's like, oh man, you know. So it's like Aww. basically you're I'm pointed out for being different. So it's like, uh, hey, look at that different thing, you know. So that's basically been my my life in a nutshell. So that's why I, <laughs> that's why I would say I'm already like the mutant. So even like walking around, it's like. Hey, who's this guy you know <laughs> yeah. has it has it happened all your life have you lived in kenya all your life yeah yeah i've been here all my life and it has happened all my life without fail yeah um obviously you gotta own it now no Roger. no I, i do i do own you gotta it. wear the shirt you gotta wear the reggae shirt and the big bob nah, chain nah. and say like Hell i am no. a reincarnation nah, 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 nah. i have to look i have to look like semi-corporate just to chase the, the away those vibes no nah, okay I don't, do, i don't do that but like yeah if i do that trust me man like i might just play a joke on people um and walk around with like a white robe and like a, a crown of th- yeah. like a crown of thorns because some people say I look like Jesus so I might, I might just pull a prank on people oh but and, do they know. do they really yeah they do what do you mean I don't see it <laughs> I don't, don't see my savior in you no hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's like if let me tell you the top three names I get called it's it's, uh-huh. it's Bob uh Jesus then it's Damien it's like those are the those are, so it's oh, like yeah. basically I'm either Marley or I'm uh Ooh, I can or, I can definitely see Damien Marley right now I'm, wow. I'm, either, <laughs> I'm either the Marley Whoa, or the Messiah so <laughs> it's uh quite interesting I guess they're both pos- all positive figures in history so I shouldn't be too mad <laughs> yeah well Phil, at least at least you're not being called simple boy <laughs> i guess I could be called, called really I, iconic names out there i could be called no? I, i could be called worse things to be honest um yeah but yeah but yeah that's that's my little mutant life but um otherwise 
all is good now trust me i am very used to it and i also understand uh the perception it's so funny right like because this, this is what happens to me this is, I, i was trying to explain it to someone else <clears throat> like someone i'll be in a bus right and someone will be staring at me because i guess i'm different right it's like hey where's this guy from so they're staring at me and I'll, i'm in the bus in my window seat and i'm staring at like a white couple also wondering the same thing so it's like we're all looking <laughs> at each other in this weird little cycle and it's like man if this person only knew i'm looking at these white people the way he's looking at me he'd probably look at me different if he if he knew i was kenyan he'd probably look at me different but anyway um <laughs> it's kind of funny <laughs> but but do you really not want the attention because i feel like sometimes when you're also unrecognized when people don't don't give you that attention that you have right now sometimes it gets boring and depressing it's like you're not noticed in the world so i think um, the attention can be good it just uh, depends I, on your perspective what what you think they're thinking when they look at you uh, yeah i think that's what you said the right word perspective i think and it's just different personalities do can i do without the attention hell yeah i would love to like you know because of being the mutant uh you know all this my whole life i would love to not live that life i would love not to have the attention but someone who has yeah. never got the attention would probably love the attention so it's like i don't know it's just it's just different experiences um i can't really speak to the other side but from my experience i wish i could blend into the crowd i wish i really wish i could you know but yeah. it's like immediately I step into the room hey who's that you know it's like oh man damn it. <laughs> It's trying to go in low key and here I you know it's like I, I can't do that so it's like um I feel like some sort of celebrity even without having nothing to to brag about to have I have nothing going on <laughs> it's like um well, <clears throat> you got you got you got the look of the messiah now that I'm seeing it <laughs> and I see question that's why I need to start uh wearing my some white robes and like some nice uh Jesus slippers man I need to start banking on it I need to start getting some <laughs> donations and offerings cuz I can use that to finance my podcast and other things that I want to do. <laughs> Yeah well at this time during these weird times everyone is looking out for Jesus right. Jesus second coming so let me give you them, could as well take his, me, take his take his place me, now me, before he actually comes Let me give them what they want let me give the people what they <laughs> Oh that's pretty cool Wait, okay, so um traveler, you know, okay, that's been kind of interrupted, but le- so let's go back. Like where did you how did you start this whole thing? Like, you know, um I've I've I guess I've always loved traveling. I've have not been able to travel as much as I would love to, but um the act of traveling has always been fun. Like just going to a new place, seeing new things, experiencing new cultures, ar- architecture, languages. I that shit turns me on. So like um can definitely and that's why I say I live vicariously through your page cuz I mm-hmm. I love it. So how did you how, where did your love start and like how did you start getting into actually um making content from that level? Yeah. So that's a good question. I think I'd break it down into two parts. Where my love for traveling started and about the content creation as a second part. But For me traveling has always been in my blood. Um ever since I was younger, I would always go out 
during the holidays for uh, camps or, you know, going to shags would always be one of the most exciting things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was because I was in a boarding school for when I was 10 years old. So it was just very exciting to leave the constraints of the school facility and just being anywhere, doing anything. I think, yeah, that's what used to bring me my original joy of traveling. So um, luckily I had a family that are also adventurers and we went out every weekend to do really cool things, maybe like in Ngong Hills or Ngong Forest. Um, some forests around Nairobi that are pretty nice for daytime hikes or excursions. Yeah. Um, so I did that a lot when I was younger. Then when I went to university, well, I started having to fund my own travels. Uh, and as usual, the story began as, oh, I'm just a poor uni child. How am I ever going to pay for my, you know, next plane tickets? Right. And as a girl, that story always leads to, huh, who's the baller around here? You know, what man can I get to fund my troubles? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the simplest way to face all these problems. And yeah, luckily, I also found someone who fitted the rights. Yeah, fitted perfectly into my story. Uh, and we started traveling together for a few years. But then story went downhill and I had a very nasty breakup with him, uh, which took me on a three-day travel that I had to do on my own. I thought it was going to be very tough. But girl, in a foreign land where English is not even spoken, I got a confidence, confidence, confidence boost, I'd say. Yeah. And yeah. I never stopped, so I just kept on buying my next plane, my next plane ticket, my next bus ticket to the closest place around, and I'd check it out. Once I have that off my list, move to a place further and further, and that's how it continued. Yeah, well, with content creation, I wouldn't call myself a content creator per se, but I do post my uh, videos. I do invest a lot in creation of videos, if I may say. I invest a lot of time. I invest a lot of money in my uh, equipment. But I still don't feel like I'm a content creator. Why? Because that's why, not why? what I get into the no, business for. It's not. It's, <laughs> a photographer doesn't get into photography because of content creating on Instagram. He gets into their photographers because they're photographers. Okay. So, but content is part of it. Like you said, you invested it. You like a like a photographer gets the gets the gets the lenses, the camera, the what the reflectors, all that stuff. He investing in his in his craft. So you That's... you said you say you do the videos, you have the drones, you have all these things. You're investing in 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 the content. It's called content, okay? So you are <laughs> a content creator. Stop playing around, okay? Stop playing. Okay. Stop playing. I guess I guess if I'm going to if I'm going to say this. I am not looking for the Instagram fame, like a lot of people out there. <laughs> I do create the content. I put it out. I, I put it out there just for people to share, just because I'm a creative and I want people to see what I create. Right. Um, uh, you, would you be posting if there's no one there? Like if I just had a, you know, it's like you want, you, you're trying to get people who like what you like, right? Like people who like traveling and stuff like that. Mm. So I don't think it's about fame. Like that happens incidentally because you've done a good job you know like people you don't just okay i guess people hack 
you can hack into different uh, kind of um, followers and all sorts of things can be bought. But um, people who really do a good job on social media, they find their tribe, right? Like they, you know, you keep doing your travel thing and the people who follow you like travel stuff. So it's like, you know, they relate to your content. So I don't think it's about, you know, I, I don't, don't, don't limit yourself. Let me just say that in terms of Instagram <laughs> and posting true. because, you know, you post certain stuff and uh, I think it's hard for someone else to get fooled by it and be like, oh, you know, she's, you know, they're, they're going to follow because that's the way I followed it. I, I saw your stuff and I'm like, oh, man, uh, outdoorsy kind of person, likes nature. <laughs> that's what I, that's like me. So I followed, you know. Yeah, I guess. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy people who like my authentic um, content, not because they're looking forward for my next, you know, my next picture, but they actually want to see what I've been doing and then what adventures I've been going through. So, yeah, I think I like that part of creating the content. If I may say. Yes, content creator. Shan underscore Maingi, <laughs> check her out. <laughs> oh, I don't but, know. This, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. But truth be told, um, I do put a lot of work into it. Um, I like learning from different creatives, people in the field of film. And I am working to be in a film production crew. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Let me not jinx it. But nah, say it, say it out, say it to the universe. Man. The universe <laughs> is listening. I will, I, I will be employed to become a location scout by a very big company. You'll, yeah, okay. you'll see I, it I, when I, the time I think, comes. I think we spoke about this on our private call, but like, yeah, um, I think, like, um, I think we have to have like a direction where we're going, like you, like a sort of fantasy as where this could lead, and um. You know, I think, yeah, I think that's a good idea to have those, that company that you'd want to work for or at least doing that thing that you want to do. Um, mm. That's awesome. I think uh, you're doing a good job already. But I think you shouldn't be shy about it. Don't like, you know, I think, I don't know. I think people, it's, it's, especially someone like you who's a bit conscious and it's like, you know, you're not trying to be all famous and, you know, you're trying to, you know, be, in, be grounded in nature and, and all these real life things. I think uh, sometimes we lie to ourselves. Uh, like sometimes in terms of money, some people will be like, oh, money is the root of all evil. But at the same time, you're trying to be rich. It's like, you know, you, you better, you need to change your definitions because you want money, but it doesn't make you evil to, to want money because money is, 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 a, is a good thing. So um, like in terms of social media, I think also we need to change how we look at it because we can be so so particular about how we are perceived and like how you want to come out it's like you want to you know just come out just super authentic and perfect but like um i think you need to have less judgment on yourself because people are people are kind of, <laughs> people are kind of chill you know we just scroll through and it's like whatever you show us is whatever we'll we'll consume it's whatever we'll uh, react to um but but, but it's so. like but i think i don't know sometimes i think we limit ourselves so like like let's say you maybe you might not want to share you're, you're not the selfie kind um i can say you're probably not <laughs> but, but, <laughs> try but, you to know, find I, one selfie in my page i'm actually <laughs> proud of that 
<laughs> but you know you see that's some, that's something weird to be proud of because that's that old school mindset of like ah yeah selfies are for these kind of people people who are like whatever whatever <laughs> no but, i didn't say it you did <laughs> i know but you thought it so you know <laughs> but you know i feel like there's there's too much i don't know I, we get too particular about these things and people want to see you people want to know the person behind the travels people want to and it's like you know we don't have to reveal everything about ourselves but um we can it's like you also you're still connecting with your tribe and um that's true, yeah there's actually. haters out there or whatever but it's like you want to connect to the people who connect to you and um like me <laughs> trust me oh man trust me it was so <laughs> weird for me in the beginning starting with these selfies <laughs> oh my gosh it was so weird. Yeah. but it was like I made an objective decision. I'm like, okay, because I started the palm writings and I'm like, okay, cool. This will get me content every day. I can just keep pushing and it's like, and it's meaningful and it's valuable. Cool. But now I was like, you know what? I have to make a decision where it's like people need to get to familiarize the person behind the hand, right? It's like, who is this guy? Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, there's a different connection once you start familiarizing with the face and then the, the personality, people get even more drawn in. and uh That's true. and so i just made that objective decision i'm like you know i have to show my face it's like hey you know dude you don't look that bad so just take a freaking camera <laughs> and then take a picture <laughs> and i just i killed the emotions and all the weirdness and it's like oh you know what do your friends think what if your colleagues see you taking a selfie what if you know it's like <laughs> so many so many stupid things that that oh man that's so stupid but like i i had to kind of get away from that and then i started taking selfies you know i said <laughs> it's so weird trust me it is so it is go it went against everything in my in my every fiber of my body but i just started doing it and uh you get used to it you know so it's like something like you do you may not take selfies but you take videos of yourself to me that's next level that's like that's another level <laughs> you're still getting used to that but it's like you do it though you talk to the camera you're saying hey this is what we did in ivasha this is what we did and it's like that's if you can do that you can definitely take a selfie okay and it doesn't have well. to be you know, high production edited for 3 hours or whatever it's like yo a quick selfie yo in my hammock in my garden or whatever and it's like boom you know you get to say a little something a one liner or maybe a joke i know you have some cheesy jokes and it's like <laughs> people can kind of relate to that and it it goes with your it still goes with your story it's still part of your personality it still goes with your brand and um, do you want me to post a selfie is that the conclusion of this whole conversation i got you on this podcast to get you I, to yeah. take a selfie that's that's <laughs> the whole agenda i have for this entire podcast <laughs> I'll take nah. a selfie. I guess you guys have to check my page and see if I actually posted that selfie. <laughs> I'm going to check it, it out. Right now, I'm going to check it out. No, no, no. Okay, obviously <laughs> that wasn't the point, but like you know, I think um just showing a bit of personality and uh, not being too shy of yourself. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. <laughs> you not being too shy of yourself uh you know, I think it's a it's a big thing in this kind of personal branding thing. And um it's something i had to kind of come to terms with but um but yeah but also it's like you may find that people like your selfies more than your videos and now that's going to be a problem <laughs> right it's like oh man oh shit but uh obviously you, you don't stray away from the quality and the and the narrative and your whole thing is mm. traveling so yeah that's pretty cool that's so, true but so, i think i think also a lot of it has to come with um <clears throat> 
my opinion on thinking that I don't have the answers that some people need. You know, um, I remember when I start when I started posting these videos, I used to get a lot of questions like, "Oh, Sharon, make a video of the budget that you use for your travels, or make a video of how you um, pack for your travels, how you see, get yeah. to book your travels, you know, who you're mm. booking with." Right. And at that point, I felt a lot of pressure because I'm like, the answer that I have might not really work for you specifically. Um, it could be an answer to your problems, but if I give my answer out there, then yeah, what if it doesn't work for you, and then you come back and bites me in the back? No, uh, no. I, first of all, first of all, that's really awesome that your community is actually giving you content. It's like, hey, pa- you know, show us how to pack, whatever, what to pack when you're going for a mountain hike, what to do when you're going for a beach, whatever. Is it like that's really cool? You're already getting ideas for content from your from your people. You don't even have to think; they're asking you things, so that's pretty cool. But in terms of like satisfying everyone, you can't. Like you show them what you do. So like, this is what I do, and this is how I budget. Um, but you know, I think the more you do this, you know, there's people who already look at you as an authority. It's like yo, she does. She's professional. She's been doing this shit in China. She's doing it in Kenya. She's a beast. You know, so it's like I can listen to what she says. Um, so I think knowing that you're an authority is also a good thing. And it's like knowing that your whatever you have to say has has value. So, you know, make that video, you know, how you budget, um, <laughs> you know, do that. Like, I'm, I'm also um, curious. I'm very curious, uh, you know, what you pack. Man, I'm super curious. <laughs> I want to see what you pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Like, um, I think that's a good way of listening to content like uh, ideas of content but you can't satisfy everyone obviously but it's like also giving that disclaimer like this is what i do because i'm this kind of person if you are more um i don't know some people maybe some different people may carry other things maybe they've seen other vlogs where people carry all sorts of makeup kits maybe you don't do that maybe it's unnecessary to you maybe it's very necessary to you but you but you give that disclaimer it's like yo this is what i do you know i just carry my wax gel and i carry my you know lip gloss and i'm good and you know i'm good <laughs> for the trip <laughs> or whatever you know so but but it's but it's your version and i think there's value in that you know it's like that's that's the that's the good thing with 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 branding and stuff like that like there's all sorts of artists out there like let's say digital artists uh, who do digital painting and um and there's also youtubers but like i i like this guy uh edwin aina he's gonna be a future guest real soon oh and, yeah uh, i also like his work yeah exactly it's so it's like instagram yeah ex- you're a super cool guy and um he had these uh classes that he was doing but just in general i would love to learn how he uh paints digitally you know and mm. although there's so many other people i want to learn how he does it because i have a like uh, i've invested in 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 him in a way it's like i've been watching him there's a there's a there's a certain familiarity i like him so it's like i want i want your version of how to draw this thing so i think it's like oh, that yeah. in most cases so it's like photographers you know you can all you can find all sorts of um presets and color schemes or whatever but it's like you find your favorite photographer and you want their color scheme and how they edit their photos or whatever so i think that's like that for your contents like someone asks you how to do it they want to know how you budget 
how you plan that's true don't get me wrong i do answer those questions i just answer them <laughs> privately on the dm no i'm sure um, you do but they've said make a video <laughs> and you should definitely make a video you're reluctant to make content around it <clears throat> you should you should well I, i've seen I will, i've, I've hmm? seen different uh, travel uh, vloggers and, and and different uh wildlife people doing you know it's like the kit they have for the equipment kit they'll have like okay this is the cameras we carry this is what we usually have 10 packs of batteries this is the lens this is the whatever and that's how they roll and it's like oh that's really cool and it's like now you know wherever whoever's invested in that content you know it's 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 you know what to carry in yeah, yeah. It's, it's educational but i think i think for me where the line the line gets drawn um is the fact that i don't travel for the con you don't it's, it's like a living i travel for a living basically so if i'm showing you what i'm packing i'm showing you my all my belongings in my minimalist bag uh i basically travel around with two bags my drone bag and my backpack and yeah it has all my belongings that i can survive with for months and months if i need to Hey, you don't uh, have to you don't have to show us the the intimate materials <laughs> you can you can show us what's relevant what's relevant to the discussion <laughs> well, yeah, some, some, some of the questions i get I, i don't feel relevant enough to to answer like, I mean, am i going to show you the one t-shirt that i wear all the time like exactly that's that's, but that's valuable though it's like hey Guys, you know, when I travel in these things it gets dirty, it gets whatever. I'm not going to carry my favorite shirt or the one I just got for Christmas. I'm going to carry this ratchet ass shirt because this is what <laughs> this, this is what it is, man. <laughs> And you should also tell them carry a, a shirt that you know, you tell them these these guidelines. It's like that's this is how you travel, okay? You don't carry your branded t-shirt or whatever. It's like okay, if that's what you want, but like this is how I do it. This is how this is the kind of backpacker I am. You know, you're not like some you know there's different kind of content uh, travel kind of content people there's people who go to luxury hotels and that's what they do and it's like you know they're that's their lifestyle and but you have a different kind of wildlife kind of you know nature rooted kind of thing and um there's there's value in that too right yeah yeah true totally. true true but don't get me wrong i do sleep in hotels all the time nah i know you're quite fancy and i know you like that lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are. A tent is a tent is not my lifestyle. I'm not always in the jungle. I enjoy a lot of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's I think that's a good point to make, you know, it's like uh, it's, not, it's not all happy. Uh we like the finer things in life too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling that when people now look at my page and see me in the wild so much. <laughs> People will expect me to smell like moshiajiko. <laughs> <laughs> this smell like uh, a marijuana plant or something. Uh, <laughs> a different kind of moshi. <laughs> I like um, it. I like it. No, no, no. Guys, I can confirm uh, she smells quite amazing. Uh, we met in Kilifi. Oh, so wow. Very hey, luxurious. Hey. Um, all that good stuff. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. Um actually uh something I was quite curious about and uh I kind of talked to you about this before but I really love mm-hmm. your perspective. Um because we're just talking traveling it's like it's anyone can kind of relate if they want to, like travel. But you're an African woman traveling all these places and I feel like that's uh, a lot of context and that's like something um 
the viewers uh, will definitely be intrigued with like how do you travel you know carefree and like you know just with like this one backpack and a drone kit and it's like how do you travel like that is it has it been easy for you along the years uh, as an african as a black woman like how's how's that been mm, that's a good question a tough one too <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, first of all i am a proud black kenyan girl traveling around the world making everybody look at my wristbands when i say Wakanda forever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> represent represent I do, it. i do it everywhere all the time people tell me i'm even too black <laughs> like shark <laughs> stop it stop it <laughs> but wow. yeah uh, you got to be proud of these things um oh, yeah. i feel like a lot of the times when you want to take when you want to take your first step uh, on going out to the road you have so many doubts in your mind you know from budget to accommodation to safety to things like you know where who am i going to meet who am i going to hang out with if i go all the way to bali and then what you know am i going to where am i going to get friends but a lot of that is always just that negative voice in your head that speaks to you um most of the times if you speak to travelers or people who are a lot adventurous they say take that leap of faith you know you'll never know if you never try Just yeah. jump into it and see what goes from there. And most of the time most of the times it actually goes pretty pretty well. Uh there obviously are a few horrifying travel stories that you hear um people get robbed, um people are in unsafe situations. And I also have gone through those situations, but it also depends on your perspective, you know, your mentality. If you think about it as just earlier when we were talking you were saying there's a waterfall right next to your place but it looks very natural and you never know who's hiding in the woods <laughs> you know who can just jump out and get you yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the thoughts those are the thoughts that will prevent you from going out to um explore if i may say so if you're able to train your mentality um and get that voice to tell you more positive things you know get that voice to tell you all right when i go to Chinga down in the Abadeus I'm going to have a good time and when I'm going to meet great people you know basically changing your inner voice might change your actual situation in reality and it has proven right more times than yeah than wrong I'd say so so yeah just a leap of faith is what I do and I keep strong I keep I keep I keep my contacts really clear like if I'm traveling to an area I'm going to give the contacts to my friends to my parents make sure people know where i'm going uh communication is key because if something does happen to you then the your loved ones are going to wonder you know where are you and you know who are you with uh so yeah i'd say take that leap of faith keep your communication strong and have a bit of money in your pocket you know it doesn't have to be a lot should be told but just have something stashed away just in case something goes bad A really good hiding place by the way for extra money is your socks. No robber will ever look at a pair of socks and be like, "Oh shit. I think there's money in there." Yeah, <laughs> no one ever looks into your socks. So, oh shit. Have I just given out my hiding spot? Now we know where you know what you find me. Let's go straight for my socks. I'll be jacking you and go straight for your socks. Like, yeah. Those shoes, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
that's well that's pretty cool uh, you know <laughs> i don't know what kind of answer i expected from you but it goes with your whole philosophy and um i think it really and i think that's what it comes down to that's what you're saying right like it's how you how you approach the world how um your 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 mentality your philosophy in life and uh, you mm-hmm. have this very accommodating kind of thing and you have a very positive outlook so you go out into the world with uh no with no fears obviously you take your precautions cuz hey you know you're not stupid mm-hmm. but like you also have a very genuine curiosity and just uh, uh you have a you're an adventure adventurer yeah, sure so you yeah. go you go with your with your travels with uh, a lot of enthusiasm and that's really cool and, and i think that's a safe place to kind of you know uh, answer that question um but yeah i, I think there's this <laughs> a bunch of i know there's a lot of people who would be curious as to man like you know there's all sorts of fears going what, on what kind of what kind of fears do you think people people would huh. what what fears do you have question okay like if you were um, to start traveling like me Yeah like if I was to start traveling on myself and I had a budget let's say I do have the money <laughs> if I do have the money it would just be like who I'm who who I'm hanging out with but I think you know you're asking someone like me I'm quite open to travel by myself like I've had a, a couple of spontaneous trips like one time I was really stressed and I just took a matatu the same day to Nakuru and chilled with some rastas for the weekend it was very <laughs> the, when i woke up that day i did not know i was going to tanzania like to to nakuru i did not know that but i just spontaneously i just went and i've done a couple of those even to coast hang out with random people and it turned it really it always turns out really good it has turned out very yeah. positive for me those spontaneous trips um it's not for everyone it's not for every personality but uh it, it did me well so the fears fears you know just the regular insecurities of the the place you're going like you know is that place safe is this place safe but it's like you know it's like you come from Nairobi and it's like yo man it doesn't does it really get this worse than this you know so it's like everywhere mm-hmm. in the world there's thieves pickpockets there's all sorts of opportunities but it's like you have to have the common sense obviously you're not traveling in crazy times of the the night in some crazy areas you're not looking for That's trouble true. and uh That's generally true. you'll you'll be good if you if you just adhere to some 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 reasonable common sense right that's true because you just you just have to be smart you know it's the same way if you have a visitor from abroad come to kenya and they ask you also oh, what are the best places to travel you're not going to tell them to go to unsafe areas around <laughs> you know you'll always yeah. you'll always advise them to go to the safer areas you know leave town go to this and this and this and that's the same kind of accommodating uh advice that i get abroad or even here in kenya you know i go to let's say there's a nice trip that we did in the near east sides so we did mount kenya uh narumoro then we came down to the abadare sides and just speaking to locals literally helped us so much you know they told us places that are safer to walk places that are safer to camp um you know places that you can eat without being disturbed where you can store your luggage safely so just having that open feeling and not be not not thinking that everyone is out there to attack you yeah yeah that's you right you know mm. yeah. that's right yeah a lot okay. of people think like that actually yeah, that's not true 
it's really not true people well, everyone's no one really cares right like we're all doing our own thing in our own lives <laughs> so yeah. um this that this is it's that's a good thing to kind of remind yourself it's like hey no one really cares about what you're doing um but i think also it's, I, i get i get kind of fearful when i'm traveling in groups because like when you're so many of you and you're all like you know it's like sometimes it it draws more attention and depending on who you're with maybe they're not cautious so they're not you know sensible <clears throat> it can it can even make things worse but yeah for the most part it's like you know you kind of just handle yourself well and uh respect the community you're in and you know everything should be all good like um like we went to Lamu Lamu was mm. a totally different world and uh oh, yeah? if, if you're just like from Nairobi and you go there it will be a definite culture clash you'll be like oh, what is what is going on here and uh something <laughs> yeah for real like uh i remember uh with a bunch of cool friends and um uh we were going out for a little tour within the within the island <clears throat> within the town and uh you know I was, I was going i was going with a friend of mine she's a, it's, it's a girl right she's a girl and she she came out you know typical nairobian wearing some nice hot pants these short mm. super short shorts and <laughs> and you know right on the door she was stopped uh, by the tour guide he's like yo 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 you're not leaving the house like that you're going to have to, you're going to have to adjust <laughs> and, <laughs> and she had to change like it was a rec- obviously if she really wanted to rebel she could have done whatever she wanted but you know you have to respect the culture like you just people, have to be respectful true. you have to be very respectful and she did that and it was in the school and but it's like you know if you if you don't respect you might come across trouble because now you're you're making people hostile in their own in their own homes you're their a guest own, there exactly they can smell a guest a mile away they know how you're not part of their culture and uh it's good to remind yourself to respect uh different cultures so maybe like doing you some homework before you get to that place is probably going to be a good idea to the kind of you know yes. religious backgrounds the you know do they drink alcohol do they not when do they stop partying you know it's like uh you have to kind of do some homework all right that's very true actually mm. yeah i yeah. think yeah respecting locals is key and also once once you are part of them many people take you as family mm. i've noticed that many places around the world they treat travelers very very kindly mm-hmm. you'll find from you know the most humblest of people offering you water like in a hotter area or people inviting you to their homes for tea or for dinner and yeah just taking up this experiences obviously you have to be a bit cautious you don't want to enter random people's houses right without yeah. <laughs> knowing where you're going uh but i'd say people are very very kind and i think that's what makes a lot of the experience most of the times you know not really going to a, to an area and only going there for the tourist attractions but taking a walk in the local markets and seeing you know how the locals live and if you're right. lucky enough to be invited by one of them then it changes your whole kind of itinerary it does it does and i love those honestly the the travel vlogs i have seen in different you know i follow a few different people and um some of the best episodes is when they're invited into a, a local home and they're cooked for and these people you know you, they're so accommodating and it's all over the world you know i i and i really love to see that 
And I think that approach, that that kind of mentality really does help. Because if you think the world's against you, you're going to be insecure all the time. But if you think people, if you remind yourself that people are accommodating, people do love, you know, welcoming mm-hmm. and, and, and showing, hey, look, look at my country, look at my, my, my village or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you kind of look at people differently. And it's, it's yes, fun. that's the truth. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a show I watch on Netflix. Is it Netflix? Let me confirm. But it should be called the kindest kindness diaries uh-huh. kindness diaries and it's a travel kind of uh vlog or a documentary if i may say and it's this guy who travels around the world on a zero budget mm-hmm. literally he says he's traveling around the world on the kindness of people so he's also done a trip across africa and he survives the trip basically hitchhiking um, ask, asking people for accommodation, um, you know, staying with locals. And he survived a trip across literally from Egypt to South Africa, managed to go the whole way without spending any money. If anything, he made money along the way because people were kind enough to give him money to continue his funds. Yeah, and I, I found that so surprising. And he's done it in so many continents, uh, and many, rather many countries That's really around cool. the world. I think that yeah. is pretty cool. Uh... A couple of these people have come come through Kenya, like people doing these Africa trips, uh, road trips and, and, and different stuff. And it's really cool. Like it really restores your faith in humanity, how these people manage. It's like these people come, you know, no connections, no nothing, maybe just a few little, you know, and they come with their own repairs for their bikes and all these things. And they just figure it out. And I don't know mm. if it's like a white thing. But these guys, they have this different confidence, man. Um, <laughs> like my dad also used to say, he used to travel a lot and like, you know, do these tours around Asia and in Europe and stuff. And it's like, man, I feel like it's so hard. Is it like, okay, you tell me, is it like hard for an African to do that? Like in Africa? Yeah. Uh, for an African in Africa, no, it's a, that's, you know, unfortunately... I feel like we are our worst enemies. Mm. If sadly, if a white person goes on the street and borrows five hundred Kenyan shillings, he will be given that five hundred Kenyan shillings. That's the thing, but though. If someone, if 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 I go and borrow five hundred Kenyan shillings, I also get very many different slurs, and you know, ugh, I don't even want to start thinking about what will happen if I start borrowing money. Yeah, it's. It's it's quite tough, I think. Because having having the know. you know, know being being a white person, it it's that's the realest passport, right? Like that's that's the realest <laughs> passport, and uh, it kind of opens those doors. And it's it's like it's and that, that's why that's why I kind of asked you that question earlier. Being an African, being a black woman traveling, like you come across these different challenges. You know, just 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 having that passport, just having that skin, it's like man, things get a bit harder. But you would hope, like in your own home a continent, that you know things would be a bit, um, a bit yeah. easier. But it still really isn't. Like we say, we were, we are our worst enemies. But you know, it's like going back to that good mentality and philosophy. Like you have to keep keep going. You know, like um, I follow this lady uh, Wendy. She's called Water on the Go. You might know her. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Her too. Right, right, right. And it's like. She was planning to do like 20 countries. I don't know if it was in Africa or just around the world, but she wanted to do 20 countries yeah, for 2020. 20, 20 countries in 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... Oh, I love that. I was going to follow know, her. 
you know, through her Instagram. I'm yeah. so excited for that trip. Oh man, and she had already started it with her friend and she was already like, you know, passed through like a, a few borders and uh, mm. until all this, you know, pandemic started. So it's like, I like the the mentality they had, you know, so it's like, you know, let's just go for it. And, you know, and that kind of mentality, it's hard to stop that, that momentum. So anyway, it's like, even if we have these hurdles and obstacles, uh, we may self-impose maybe. Uh, maybe that's so true and it's it's and it's also easy to adapt yeah you know if if life throws you lemons make lemonade um because in africa i think a lot of our challenges for travel would be um one the price yeah it's it's impossible it's impossible to do budget travels in kenya uh okay impossible is a big word but it's a bit tough to do budget travels because if you think about simple accommodation being 1000 2000 kenyan shillings if you spend that for one night you know how long are you actually going to go on the road for yeah um, that's right that's right it's it's expensive to travel that's that's the yes, general yes. perception and yes uh, but but that being said that being said there's many ways that you can adapt to traveling in kenya uh, as i mentioned earlier the travel group i work with uh, let's drift you can maybe do a daytime excursion for 250 Kenyan shillings, as low as 250. And That's you right. get to go to places that people have never seen in Kenya. You know, it's not really one of those more commercial groups. It's just a group of adventurers who like exploring and uh, finding new places around Kenya. So if you do want to go out and do it, then there are ways, there are ways to overcome all these barriers that have been thrown in our direction and um i think that's really good i think the market is opening up i think we're seeing different clicks of different communities are coming up and revealing themselves it's not like they were never there but now it's like maybe there's more there's more freedom and uh more opportunity and maybe money to be made and that's the good thing so you said let's drift is that what it's called yes yes yes. so yeah so like uh so you know things like let's let's drift can really like it opens up the market for the local tourism because like you make it that affordable like what two dollars to to do like a little cool excursion that is dope man it's like anyone can kind of kind of afford that in at some levels like you know so that's really cool i think the industry is opening it's changing younger people are that's getting true. into it the less established people are too old-fashioned they don't know how to get to the ground and that opens up the that opens up a lot of opportunities for, for 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 things like let's drift. So that's really cool. I'll definitely plug that in the yeah. description. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you. So that's really cool. That's really really awesome. Um, yeah. What about like? I want to know, you know, as we wrap up, like some some destinations that you like your top three destinations you've lived so far like okay not lived in but like you've experienced in your life it doesn't have to be kenya it is you know just all around the world like what are the the top three places you've been in that you're like wow all right all right this is not tough at all all right so number one many people want to go here not many get the opportunity Mm -hmm. and many don't even realize that they're there yet but Kenya, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my top destination anywhere in the world I travel. Mm-hmm. Home is very, very unique from other places in the world. So a lot of people need to realize that. 
Uh, number two for me would be a little town called Yangshuo, which mm. is in the rural mountains of China. Uh, it's an autonomous region in the West. Uh, so it's very far of civilization, all the big cities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, quite beautiful. And wow. number three would be, I don't want to say Borneo, just because of how awesome it sounds. Because uh, <laughs> it's the oldest rainforest in the world. Uh, and I got to live and work there for a bit. So Where, where is that? Which country is that? Borneo is the third biggest island in the world. Uh, and it comprises of three countries. Indonesia, Malaysia, and Brunei. So if you're going to look at all those islands, you see the many islands that are in Southeast yeah. Asia. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest of that, aside from Australia. Yeah. Oh. It's the place that has all the orangutans. Have you okay. ever heard of, yeah, saving the orangutans and where that they're cutting down the rainforest to grow palm oil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've trust me, I love, I love. I love nature and, and conservancy and uh, what I what I read about the orangutans and and all that exploitation of their land and also the the, the oil and stuff it's it's devastating. So, um, oh, yeah. I would love I swear in my lifetime I would love to see a real life orangutan and that would just blow my mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not not in a zoo, not in a zoo. I want to see wild swinging and eating some yeah. leaves or something. <laughs> yeah Just from your mouth to the lord's mouth man it's gonna be possible hell yeah no no then i'll oh man it's 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 one of those things that's it's why i want to travel in 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 many senses not just for these tur- touristic places like i like ancient uh ruins and stuff like that i love ancient civilization so that's one of the reasons why i love to travel i would love to travel to certain places but also the yeah. nature. like i want to go to certain places to see certain things and uh hell yeah Ooh, that'll be exciting you should plan something soon oh man uh how soon <laughs> you know this freaking pandemic might be around for the next 12 months or so um, don't say that don't i say know that. sorry you know, I know, I know. <laughs> you're gonna have to start doing some tours in your neighborhood <laughs> yeah we could do like a, we could do like a virtual safari you know oh, you man. take me to the waterfall i'll take you to the forest then we can video call somewhere along there you know, it's like, <laughs> this is where, like, the virtual reality uh, would have been really perfect. I wish it was more advanced. Right now, we would all be, like, touring somewhere on some, on some, you know, Let's Drift or Sharon Travel Diaries would be right with you in those virtual glasses. Oh, wow. <laughs> Funny you say that, because that's actually part of my life plans. Uh-huh. Or, if I can take it back a bit. That is where my Sharon travel, sure, Sharon travel diaries came from. Oh yeah, that was the beginning. Uh, when I was in university and I studied software engineering, uh, doing my final project, all the all the topics that were given were very boring, and I'm like, I don't want to be a slave to society even during my project. I'm <laughs> going to come up with my own thesis topic, and I did, and I came up with um, a virtual reality enhanced travel application which i called sharon travels diaries so at that time in life i actually did create um a vr app um yeah and i put it out there i published it on the play store obviously no one knew about it it just had like one or two 
360 pictures that -hmm. you could like look around and see where I was. But that's basically the basics of my travels. I want to create a VR, a virtual reality like tour, you know, for many people who are not able to access Yo, that's I a think that's, places, that's an uh, awesome idea. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. I, I, I love to know the route behind certain things. So it's like I don't think a lot of people would have known that's where like the name came from or where maybe that's where the idea was hatched. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I've seen a, a, like a, I don't know which site it was. It was a very old school looking site, but they offered these uh, 360 videos like you're saying. And for different locations, which is really cool. So I think the idea is really dope. So it's like you travel when, wherever you go anywhere. You have this little 3D video set up, uh, 360 video thing. And uh, so it's like wherever you've been, someone can kind of experience that moment for like, you know, that's really dope. Like I would love, I would love that. I would really love that, to be honest. Uh, so do oh, that. Wow. Keep, 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 you know, you know. Yeah. Let's you know. Let's it's exciting. Keep... I just think it's the technology is just a bit a bit slow. Um, yeah. When I'm I began, sure. it was hard to capture it's, such yeah. footage because you needed like a rig that yeah set up six six different GoPros. But now the GoPro itself, the GoPros have the three sixty cameras, so life has gotten a bit just a bit better. That's, we just yeah, need technology to allow three sixty footage. That's right. Technology is really stepping up, and uh, I think you'd be in a better position to play around with that right now and going forward you know you can just always improve that's pretty dope i think that's, that's a true. really cool idea um open your website man keep <laughs> keep keep those links you know rolling and uh, you know let's have that portal um okay right definitely will so those are the three top places you've been and what about like the maybe the next or maybe like in your fantasy maybe not really fantasy because maybe that's for us who don't travel so much but for you what about the future ones the top like like your top three future destinations that you'd love to go through um and tour and show people what's up oh well that's also a really good question i think my top three destinations would all be in east africa mm. uh, a lot of that is because i want to show the beauty of kenya uh, i feel like I can show it in a different way, you know. It has made me feel more confident about my skills ah. at this moment. <laughs> good, good. But yeah, so top three destinations in East Africa would be Northern Kenya, mm-hmm. um, West Pokot, mm-hmm. and the Springs. The uh, I think Mzima Springs. No, some some springs in Tanzania. I need to remember, but it looks like Narendar of Kenya, okay. but in Tanzania. So, yeah. so those are two Kenyans and one Tanzanian location. That's, yes, yes, yes. That's those really cool. That would definitely be my top three. I think, you know what, like, oh man, it's crazy how you don't explore home, but you want to like try and go everywhere else. So I think um, there's, that, that's, that's a lot of the value I get from your your videos recently. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm seeing places that I'm familiar with that I've never gone. And that's really dope. And uh, like something I also told myself in the beginning of this year would be to try and travel around East Africa, you know, conquer home first. There's so much beauty around East Africa. We are so blessed, man. Like just yeah. Kenya itself. Like Kenya, we have rainforests, we have deserts, we have beaches, we have lakes. We have, man, we have so, we are so blessed. And um, yeah. I need to... 
traveled each corner of Kenya, but I really love to explore East Africa. You know, Rwanda is a target of mine. Uh, Uganda, Ethiopia, oh goodness me, I would love to spend like a month in Ethiopia because it's so huge. <laughs> I and, think uh, it's accepted. Yeah, they'd, they'd see you as the Messiah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they, they might integrate me. I feel like, you know, I'm kind of... Some, sometimes they kind of think, like from far, they think I'm one of them. It's like, oh man, you know, so it's like, I think I'll have a good time in Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah, <we're> um, sure. <laughs> Tanzania is beautiful. You know, we're just surrounded with so much uh, natural beauty. So uh, I would love we to are, travel through uh, East Africa. That's also one of my challenges uh, to myself. Then I'll go to West, then maybe South. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely love to learn more about our country like if any of your listeners can give us travel destinations you know to look forward to that would be yeah. so good so yeah good that's in. right that's right um super cool super fun stuff hey you know keep doing what you do and i want to wrap this up real quick i know we've been talking for a minute you probably have stuff to do you're bored of talking to Roger. <laughs> But about uh, that time. <laughs> uh, wait, is it about that time? Oh shit! <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's end it real quick. Let's wrap this maybe, up. Let's wrap this up. Maybe we can have a little sesh uh, after the after this recording. Okay, guys. Yeah. Um, please. I hope you've really enjoyed this talk. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, Sharon and her little travels and her story. Uh, please follow follow her and 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 also check out uh, Less Drift. I'm gonna put them all in the description below. All the necessary pages. If there's uh, Instagrams, you. YouTube's, uh, websites, whatever, I'm gonna put it down below. So just look out for that. And um, yeah, people, open your mentality. You know, it's like it's all about your philosophy and stuff. It's good. Let's travel this earth. You know, we see how travel has become such a hard thing in these times. And uh, we need to kind of, you know, like stretch our stretch our minds, broaden our horizons, and enlighten ourselves. There's a lot of beauty out there, and uh, people like Sharon are there to remind us. So go check out her page, and uh, show us some love, man, please. Yo, any 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 last words? Any anything to say to finish this off? Well, I'm just so happy to be here and uh, have this conversation. It's been. Yeah, you've made me realize things I didn't even know about myself. So that's been <laughs> eye-opening. <laughs> yeah, and to everybody, I just want to say, keep your mind open, you know? Nature is always there for you. It's quite therapeutic. Let's go try it out yourself. Boom. And uh, that's it, guys. Um, follow, follow, follow. Rate the podcast if you really feel this episode. And subscribe if you can check out Sharon and uh, her people and Less Drift and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Uh, my name is Roger Gray and this is the Gray Zebra Podcast. Peace. Peace.